Hello, this is Ram Cunningham, and this is Ram Asks a Question, all a part of the One Prez Pod. This is where I will uh, ask a question about faith that maybe you would like to ask, and Phil and Tasha answer. Welcome back to another episode of Ram Ask a Question, a One Prez Pod. Ram Cunningham behind the mic with my good friend, my pastor friend, my... Well, the better of the Blackburns, you say, but only because you're here. That's and right. Tasha hasn't been here in three Tasha weeks. Tasha hasn't been here in three weeks, so I have now ascended to the top of the heap in the Blackburn household <laughs> by participating in three consecutive Ram Asks a Question. That really should, uh, you should get some sort of an award for that. Yeah. I mean, that's that's really good. You know, before we start, we should plug something a little bit. A few weeks ago, we talked about not coming to church. Mm-hmm. If you're church shy... We have the service for you on July 31st, your sobriety day. Yes, that Ram, is my sobriety day. what are you uh, doing on for us on July 31st? Oh, uh, yes, July 31st is going to be a huge day. Yes, that morning uh, we're going to have one service. 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. It's going to be at the Pocket Park uh, on Garrison Avenue, and it will be the second annual mm-hmm. uh, second annual dog show. I think there's a, something before it. I think the Royal and Ancient there First Presbyterian uh, Dog Show. It is, but bring your dog on the 31st. Uh, when? I, I just remember that it is on yeah. the 31st. I yeah. love that. Uh, bring your dog on the 31st down to the Pocket Park, and I will be uh, I'll be emceeing and judging and helping with uh, our dog show. So we'll have a very nice little outdoor worship service there across from 906 Lounge. And then, uh, then dog show. Dog show, yeah. Last year, I remember we did it last year. We had like what thirty dogs yeah, show up. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, yeah super it was, fun. It was, it was it was a good day. So maybe hot. Like, who, cares? who cares? Maybe a little noisy. Who cares? who cares? Wear your shorts. Wear your t-shirt. Uh, even if you're not into church, everybody's into dogs. Right Sunday, thirty-first, Pocket mm-hmm. Park on Garrison Avenue. Be there. Awesome. All right. This week, Ram asks a question. Ram has a question this week pertaining to spirituality. Uh, Phil. Uh, as a pastor, I would think that uh, throughout your life, you you have to do things that help build your spirituality, strengthen your spirituality. And I'd, my question is, what are some of the things that maybe you do that you could share that would help maybe someone like me or others out there to mm-hmm. to, to get better, to be better spiritually? Well, first off, this is one where like I feel like I should say right off, I am imperfect and flawed. Uh, I don't. My my faith isn't any more perfect than anybody else's. I just do it differently because of my work. Mm-hmm, <laughs> so mm-hmm. I always like think, you know, I don't ever want to be the type of pastor who feels as though he has it all figured out or that I should be emulated. Ram, do you remember City Slickers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do, remember I do. City Slickers? Yes. You and I are of, a, of the City Slickers age. Yes, yes. And Billy Crystal is out with Jack Palance, uh, the old grizzled cowboy and Billy Crystal's having a midlife crisis younger than both you and I are today in the movie in the movie if that doesn't make you uh, (laughs) freak out a little bit anyway since I saw it when I was like 14 (laughs) um, anyway but he's having a midlife crisis and he's out roping cows in the west and he goes up to Jack Palance and he was like I don't know what the purpose of my life is and Jack Palance is like, you city folk come out here and you always think you can solve your problems, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, the meaning of life is this. And he, what's he do? He holds up one, one finger. It's one, this. Mm-hmm. It's one thing. And and Billy Crystal goes, what? One what? What? What is it? And Jack Palance is like, well, it's one thing and it's different for everybody. And you have to figure out what it is. That is spiritual discipline. That's it. Yeah. I, I, there's, a, there's an author named Donald Miller who was really big about 20 years ago and wrote some pretty, pretty thoughtful, um, I think, 
Christian memoirs. And Miller said that when he took people to church or introduced people to various faith practices, he viewed it as setting people up on dates. Like if you have a single friend, you may set them up with lots of different women that you like. Oh, you'll like Susie. Oh, you'll like Ashley. Oh, you'll like Sally. You just set them on dates, and then you let go. Mm-hmm. You just let go. On of them. Your own. You're I on your that. own, and maybe maybe one will will catch. It took me a long time to figure out mine because people kept telling me how I should do it. To me, the number one spiritual discipline that I have is reading. Mm. And not all the books that I read by far are religious. But I try to read stuff that gives me insight into life and into the world and into other people's lives. So I read very broadly. um, And it keeps me connected to kind of what I feel like is kind of the grandeur of God's creation and the amazing world that I live in and all these different experiences that people have had. Like I heard somebody say one time when you read a novel – it's the closest you'll ever get to living another life. Hmm. And and I've found that to be true. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's been really helpful to me to read almost everything I've read. If I finish the book, then that means it was in some way helpful to me because I'll stop sometimes because I'm like, this book isn't my cup of tea and I'll just mm-hmm. stop. Um, but reading to me has been absolutely formative and fundamental. And I read every day. Um, and I read different things and I, I take different things from them. Um, and uh, it, it's a good chance, I think, to plug. So Sarah Putman and I have started doing a podcast for Bookish where we talk about reading. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I'm talking about books. And I'm talking about reading. But if you go listen to that and you've listened to this, you should know I'm also talking about my faith. Mm-hmm. I'm not ever going to say it on there because it's a bookish show. It's not sure, a first sure. press show. Right. But it's about my faith. Mm-hmm. Um, so reading's a big one for me. And another one that's big, big for me is uh, – I want to make sure that I treat people in a certain way. That loving your neighbor bit to me yeah. is really important. No one, they don't need to know me. They don't need to know what I do. They don't need to know my name. But as best as I'm able, and I'm not perfect in this, I too drive a car and get frustrated sometimes. Sure, yeah. But um, what they they should have a positive encounter with me. Right. Anybody that waits on me at a restaurant Anybody that helps me at a store, anybody that I just see out in public, uh, they're not my competition. Uh, they're living their lives. They're doing their best. Uh, you know, even if just simple, even just smiling, which was tough with the masks. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. like to me, that's a spiritual discipline and just trying to be positive in the world for other people makes feel, me feel right do you feel fun. obligated uh, as a pastor and you're maybe not in fort smith necessarily maybe you're on vacation do you feel obligated as a pastor that when you do have people bump into you in passing and that you are a little bit you have to be a little bit more on alert mm-hmm. so to speak and well terms of how you're <laughs> i mean there's that in town like so what i've tried to do and this is hard i mean i started in full-time ministry in 2002 the very first time I did it was 1999 I was 23 years old the first time I did full-time ministry as a seminary intern Mm -hmm. like I didn't know who I was Um, and so trying to figure out what is what does Phil the Christian do and what does Phil the pastor do because Phil the pastor is not fulfilling his Christian vocation by being a pastor Mm -hmm. that stuff I some I mean I like to do it it means something to me but I, I kind of have to, mm-hmm. you know, like even if I don't feel like preaching a sermon on a Sunday, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like right. I have, yeah, to. have to, do it. I have to. Um, so, but 
even if I don't feel like smiling at somebody in a store or feel like reading on a certain day, those are things I do because I believe in them. Mm-hmm. And I would do those whether or not – and you, a lot of other things too. Do you feel like that you um, – how does a pastor go to church? Yeah, it's a good question. So I think um, – you, you want to be careful as a pastor to not put too much on your congregants. Like they don't need to know too much of the sausage making. But I do think there's an element, and this is where I've changed as I've aged. Like when people ask me how I'm doing, I don't ever like fully spill the beans. Sure. But I don't always say, great, f- fine, if I'm not fine. Like somebody asked me the other day, I was like, like they asked me today, to, uh, two weeks ago, um, they asked me, how are you doing? And we'd, we'd had a funeral. And I was like, I'm, I'm so-so. Yeah. I mean, I'm so-so. And I think just being honest and not feeling like you always have to be, I'm great. Mm-hmm. How are you? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you do that. But I think, I mean, church is a big part of my faith, obviously. But it's it, the older I get and the more I, time I spend with it, like we've talked about before, it's that communal element mm-hmm. that means so much to me. Well, fortunately, unfortunately for me, it's my body language. So it's like it doesn't really my body. You can't hide it. Sells me. Yeah, that's like, right. What's wrong, Ram? Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. Ram's in a good mood today. Yeah. Hey, Ram's sad today. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I think to me, like church is a huge part of it and should be. But you have to do it the right way. I don't. Mm. Church isn't a product. It's a community. And so embedding yourself in a community where you are supporting and being supported, uh, sharing and taking, um, listening and speaking, um, authentic, real community. Uh, to me, that's really important to me. Mm-hmm. Spirituality, um, I think spirituality to me, um, this kind of makes it a little deep, but to me it is it is seeing a group of people or seeing a person and their reaction or just their overall attitude uh, towards things that are bad. In other words, what we've lived through the last three years, spirituality and having a, a positive or a, a good spirituality from from what I see is their attitude towards what's going on and how they've reacted to it. And like, I can see a person and go, that person is right with God. That mm-hmm. person is right with themselves. They're mm-hmm. happy. And look what we're going through. Right. Or look what they're gone through mm-hmm. and yet look at how they've... Mm-hmm. And to me, that's a sign of, of oh, strength yeah. or someone I want to be yeah. near. And that's... yeah. Yeah. I mean, to me, one of the biggest symptoms, two big symptoms of your spirituality being out of whack are a lot of anger or a lot of uh, self-centeredness. Mm-hmm. If you think about yourself a lot um, and focus on yourself a lot, you may be out of whack a little bit. What if you um, focus on yourself, but you're mad also? That was a bad combo combination. <laughs> you know, like, uh, you know, you can be mad, but the people that are mad all the time, yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. we all know those it, people. We know those people. And it's like, I know how you're spending your time. And I bet you spent a lot more time this week doom scrolling or watching yeah. cable news than mm. you did thinking about how to follow Jesus. Sure. And yeah. um, so you might want to invert that just a touch and I'd be happy to talk about if it. If people would do half the work and research they did to try to find something out there that's not true yeah. by digging into the Bible probably, yeah. <laughs> you would think that, that yeah. they would they would be, it'd be different. Yeah, just listen. If you're, like, listen, like, the thing I would say to everybody, go on dates. Like, if you haven't read the scripture in a while, read the Psalms. Do not do the thing where people read through the Bible in a year. If you've not... Mm-hmm. been educated and studied it and you're just like I'm going to read the Bible in a year mm-hmm. don't do that right. <laughs> just read the Psalms or the Gospel of Mark Right. just do one of those things 
If you don't pray every day, just sit down and pray and do what's called the little acts prayer, which is, uh, let's see, it's um, acceptance, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. So mm. prayers of, uh, so you're praying for things that are happening, you're confessing things you've done wrong, you're talking about things you're thankful for, and then you're talking about how great God is. Mm-hmm. It's a simple prayer. Uh. And you can just pray that way. Do it every day. Right. Um, acts of service. There's blessing boxes all over town. We have one right outside the church. Mm-hmm. Go buy some stuff and put some stuff in it. And then drive by an hour later, at least ours, it will be gone. Who took it? I don't know. Mm-hmm. What are they using it for? I don't know. They're eating it. But they're hopefully. probably eating yes. it or drinking it. Yes. Um, just try stuff. Uh, you have to try it for more than a day. Yes. Try journaling. Mm-hmm. Try, if you don't go to church, try going and, and getting involved with a congregation, with a community. Like, just try stuff. Just try. Say today, I'm going to try to be the best part of as many day, people's day mm-hmm. as I possibly can. I'm going to yeah. do that today. Yeah. Um, just try a bunch of stuff. Uh, read a book that you written by someone who is completely different, has a completely different experience than you are. I'm a white guy, so I love reading books. I've been to India a couple times. I mm-hmm. love reading books by Indian authors to try and understand that better. Um, I love reading books by African-American authors, um, and particularly the books that aren't necessarily about race. It's just their story. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a story that they thought should be told. It's not like you have to go read you know, a Martin Luther King biography. Right. Uh, you can read anything, but read from different perspectives. It's enriching. It helps you to see the world like in a that. different way. Or at least it does for me. Like so, that. you know, I think there's a lot of different ways. What do you do? I, uh, well, witnessing is the big thing. Yep. And and when I say witnessing, I don't do it. Like I say, I don't do it in a churchy way. I just, I do it in a, that's a, I want to, at the end of the day, that's a good guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I yep. think that's, and that's as far as it goes. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm an awesome guy or a great Man, Ram's a good guy, and that's as far. That's okay with me mm-hmm. being a good guy, mm-hmm. and I and I think that that's what I try to do. Is that it, it, certainly in a town the size of Fort Smith, and me being kind of in the mm-hmm. public eye as much as I am, I do want to be seen and heard. But I want that to be, you know, mm-hmm. disperceived as that's a good guy. Yeah, you know that that, that that's a good old boy right there. Right, and I think I've got that mm-hmm. ish for the most part. So uh, yeah, that, so that that that's kind of my thing is witnessing. And honestly, for me personally, is really being diligent about not missing church. I mean, yeah. I think I talk about that with you on the mm-hmm. side when we bump into mm-hmm. each other. I legitimately know the weeks that I miss church, yeah. and yeah. I can count them on one right. hand. Yeah. One hand, you know. So I think that's the thing, too, is once I find where I was comfortable and where mm-hmm. I wanted to go, is to stick with that routine yeah. and really and really bust after. Yeah. So, all right. Well, and one final thing before we go. Put on your Christian hat and stuff you do normally, ordinarily, anyway. Like, you know, Sophie's here today. You're a follower of Jesus while you're parenting her. Mm -hmm. That is a spiritual act. Most days. I mean, if you, you, right, if you wear that hat while you're parenting your child, Mm -hmm. you, that's a spiritual practice. Like, it's not just something you do separate from your faith. Mm -hmm. How do you integrate your faith into parenting? How do you integrate it into the life of your child? The most important evangelism any of us will do is with our children. Mm-hmm. Um, and that doesn't mean shaming them. It doesn't mean forcing them to conform. But it means encouraging them to be a spiritual person and a disciple of Jesus eventually when they're ready to understand that. Right. So, like, anyway, I mean, do stuff like if you're working, put on your faith hat. If you're parenting, put on your faith hat. If you're on a date with your spouse, put on your faith hat. You can do all those things as faith practices, we just mm-hmm. tend to not. Right. We're going to that. Well, you know, speaking of Sophie, uh, I was telling her on her way 
uh, last week when we were on, on our way over here of what we were going to do. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, I'm going to ask Phil some questions. Can you help me? I'm writing some down. Do you have any questions you would ask him? And she didn't know. She didn't know. The next morning, mm-hmm. she literally said, I've got one, Daddy, so we're going to ask it. Okay. Phil, are unicorns real? Yes. I knew it. There you go, Soph. Unicorns are real. This is Ram Ask a Question, <laughs> another one. Prez Pod. We will see you guys and gals next week. Peace out. Hey, you've been listening to Ram Asks a Question, part of the One Prez Pod. Check out our other content on this podcast. Follow us on social media at First Presbyterian on Facebook and Instagram. And check out our website, oneprez.org, for more content, sermons, Sunday school classes, and devotionals from First Presbyterian Church. Peace.